Blog Talk Radio. Tonight on Dr. Anonymous Show 136. That's right, we're live on the day after Christmas. Our topics tonight include my holiday week, me being in the Fantasy Football League Super Bowl. That's right, they're still uh, investigating that. Uh, a new show coming to Block Talk Radio here at the beginning of the new year. Some news stories, and oh yeah, <laughs> the Senate passed some kind of health care reform bill on Christmas Eve. We'll talk about that and a lot more right here on this Boxing Day edition of the Duck Show starting right now. Yes, I'm already looking forward to 2010. That is The Zombies. And the title of that song is This Will Be Our Year. I'm already looking forward to next year. But right now, bringing you the best that medicine and social media has to offer, this is the Dr. Anonymous Show, live here on Block Talk Radio. I'm, of course, your favorite physician host. My name is Mike, but my friends, like all of you out there, you call me Dr. A, and you can always find me at dranonymous.com. You can also find me at dranonymous.net, which brings you to my Facebook fan page. Shout out to everyone who is my Facebook fan out there. We've almost reached 150 people on the fan page. I know a lot of people will say, hey, you only have 150 people, Dr. A. Hey. 
those 150 people, I really appreciate you taking the time to check out the page, read a little bit over there, and becoming a fan. I very much appreciate that. You can also find me at DrAnonymous.org, and you can uh, listen uh, in real time to the show to, through your iPhone or your BlackBerry, in case you didn't know that before. You can listen in real time. Say, you know, you're like on the West Coast where it is 6 p.m. Pacific time right now. On your way home, just click your mobile browser to blogtalkradio.com slash Anonymous. And you can listen to the show in real time. Very exciting. Today is Saturday, uh, December 26, 2009. It is 9 p.m. Eastern Time. And the temperature here at broadcast time at Dr. Anonymous World Headquarters is 25 degrees Fahrenheit. And we have, uh, we have some stuff to talk about here tonight. So we have some news stories. We have talking about my week. Uh, and... Uh, some other things going on here. So, uh, uh, so before we get to all of that, I do want to thank Block Talk Radio for featuring the show again this evening, and uh, not only featuring us, but uh, making us today one of today's Block Talk Radio's today's picks, which only means that there was nothing else on the network here this evening <laughs> live except this show. <laughs> Welcome to those of you who are new to the show, uh, listening to all the archives, are live here. Uh, for those of you who don't know, yes, I am a real doctor. I am a, a family physician for full-time private practice. And uh, here in beautiful northeastern Ohio, and uh, I've had this show here for two and a half years now. So thank you, Blog Talk Radio, for not canceling me. I say that for every show because I'm very thankful for that. And if you're listening live, you're probably looking for the uh, video stream, but uh, I'm having problems with the Blog Talk Radio video stream. And so if you can go to uh, DrAnonymous.tv, that will take you to my Ustream page where you will see the audio, you will see the video feed. And at some point during the course of the show, I will show the chat room (laughs) for those uh, looking onto the uh, video, uh, my beverage here for the evening. <laughs> but I do want to give a shout out to everyone in the chat room here. Right now we have the grunt doc there who uh, says he missed Christmas. No, what's what's uh, what's about that? We have Dana who uh, took her nap, but she was uh, wakened up by someone to catch the show here this evening. I saw that on Twitter. Thank you for joining us. We have Liz. We have the J Man. And we have Kimmy, and Jamin's already said, uh, <laughs> here's some people with no life. No, no, not at all. They're commissional J-Man. And we have friggin' Ben with a Q, uh, who uh, has joined us here. And I will now, oh, I, I will, uh, maybe I'll wait for friggin' Ben with a Q to uh, click over to the video stream, because I think I have almost everybody in the, in the video stream there. Uh, to show you my beverage for the show here. I know you're very, very curious, very excited about that. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so yeah, so uh, here is my beverage here for the evening. There's the camera right there. That is uh, right there. So uh, those people are listening on the archive. You have missed <laughs> the beverage for the evening there. 
so I think I have everything uh, lined up here. Oh, we have Jesse Wilder who walked into the uh, show here. So thank you for walking into the uh, chat room. We really appreciate that. So we will uh, get things started here right after this short little break here. And I will take another sip of my beverage of the evening. And then we will get started uh, here on the Dr. Anonymous show, a proud member of the Better Health Network. You can get there at getbetterhealth.com. And also a proud member of the ProMed Network, a podcast you can get there at promednetwork.com. And we'll be right back. Welcome back to Dr. Anonymous Show, lowering your blood pressure one point at a time. Uh, so, yeah, so that is New Year's Day. And, uh, yes, I think I will be having a New Year's Eve show. Uh, so uh, I will be, I think I'll be having that. Uh, I haven't decided when to go live yet, uh, maybe 1030 Eastern time or 11 p.m. Eastern time. I haven't decided when to do that yet, uh, but I think uh, I think uh, I will be uh, I'll be doing that. So uh, so we'll be that'll be very exciting. So today, of course, is uh, December twenty sixth. It is uh, Boxing Day. Shout out to all my Canadian listeners. Just my friend uh, Bob in Ottawa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so, in case anyone knows, but it was curious about Boxing Day. I know I was. I'm always curious. I always look this up every year, and I go right to the source of all the correct information. That's right, uh, Wikipedia. <laughs> So Boxing Day was traditionally a day on which the servants of the day uh, had a day off from their duties because of this gentry. The gentry would eat cold cuts and have a buffet-styled feast prepared by the servants in advance. In modern times, many families will still follow this tradition by eating a family-style buffet lunch with cold cuts rather than a full-cooked meal. It is time for family parlor games and sports in the UK. In the UK, it has certainly become a custom of the 19th century Victorians to for tradesmen to collect their Christmas boxes or gifts uh, in return for good and reliable service throughout the year on the day after Christmas. Boxing Day is traditionally celebrated on 26 December, St. Stephen's Day, the day after Christmas Day. Unlike, unlike uh, St. Stephen's Day, Boxing Day is a secular holiday, but it is always on uh, 26 December. The public holiday is generally moved to the following Monday if 26 December is a Saturday or Sunday. This is very complicated. 
It's very complicated. I guess that's why not a lot of people know about it. But that is that is your update on Boxing Day. And uh, shout out to Kat, who uh, is in the chat room there. Welcome to the show here, Kat. So let's just talk about a little bit. Yeah, just a little bit about my week here because it's my show. And uh, hey, you know, when you talk about your week, you get your own show. No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> uh, but I talked a little bit last week, you know, about holiday week, about Christmas Eve, and Christmas Eve was uh, was a good time again uh, this year. Uh, and uh, did all the traditional type things. Headed up to my parents' house, and uh, uh, we. Uh, we had uh, our meal. We had our. Uh, uh, we went to uh, Christmas Eve mass, and uh, my parents threw things off this year. They wanted to go to an earlier mass, so uh, we were my my uh, my brother and I were like, "Hey, what is the deal? What is the deal with that?" <laughs> so we went, and uh, it was it was uh, the uh, the 6 p.m. service, and uh, it was the children's choir, and uh, that's always fun. Uh, um, I think I was in that when I was a young tyke, <laughs> but it was it was when I got to see some people I haven't seen uh, in a while. There, got to catch up a little bit. Uh, it is uh, it is the church where uh, I went to uh, I went to school. And uh, where uh, I was married at, and where my my parents still go, so it still has a lot of a lot of good memories there for me. So uh, so that was fun, and I got to spend the time with the family, got to hang out with them uh, a little bit. So I hope your uh, hope your holiday was good for those of you who celebrated Christmas, Merry Christmas, and I hope you had a had a good holiday there. Uh, but today, you know, today was the uh, day after Christmas, and uh, crazy nuts out there. I actually uh, went out there with my gift cards and uh, uh, my uh, gift receipts. <laughs> hope, hope nobody's listening who gave me gifts. <laughs> but you did give me a gift receipt. Uh, so I got out there, and, there, you know, there's people, there, there's nuts. People are nuts out there. People are crazy. Uh, it's it's almost as crazy as a day after uh, day after Thanksgiving, where uh, uh, you know people are just nuts. People are mean, uh, and especially you know trying to go into the parking spaces. People just cut you off. It's it's nuts. There is no no holiday cheer out there when it comes to this stuff. But I was able to exchange my stuff. I was able to. Get some gift card things, and uh, um, I held off on some stuff too. So we'll uh, we'll see what uh, we'll see what's going on uh, there. Uh, but that's about it. That's about it. I also I also wanted to uh, just uh, give a shout out to a new show coming up here on uh, Blog Talk Radio. But before that, I I do want to uh, hey say fantasy football. Very excited about that. I know I've been whining about it whining about it for a while, uh, but I actually made it into the final round. And uh, so, so, the, so the final round is two weeks. So it's two weeks because of our, our good commissioner, Commissioner J-Man, and uh, I, will, I am in the Super Bowl, the final round of the playoffs, with our good friend Rock Dog, who is going to lose. <laughs> 
No, I'm kidding. No, it's actually not Rock Dog. I wish it was Rock Dog uh, because I would just trash talk him for two weeks. I wish it was. Uh, but it was a guy I lost to in like week 13. <laughs> so I think I'm going to lose. <laughs> Uh, but I read, the, the, the reason that I uh, mentioned uh, Rock Dog is because uh, uh, very excited that he's going to be uh, coming back to Blog Talk Radio with his own show. And I am not, I am not making this up. Uh, his show is called The Junk Pit. <laughs> For those of you who listen to this show and listen to the Indian Bureau Live show, you'll know what exactly what that means. And his show will be coming back on Tuesday, January 5th. Uh, 2010 uh, at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time, one half hour before the uh, Dr. Blogstein show on Tuesday nights. So he will be premiering a show there. Everybody go and check that out. That's uh, going to be a good time right there. I know people are, people are questioning in the chat room, Rock Dog, Rock, who, who is this guy? He has been off the radar for, I think, like a couple of months now. Nobody's heard of him, so he's making his big comeback in 2010 on January 5th, so, uh, so check out that show. <laughs> uh, so I will take my, uh, I'll take my break here, and I will be having some, uh, just some brief health-related news stories because it is kind of a medical show, but I will be mentioning some stuff here right after this on the Dr. Anonymous show. Here is the, the health and medicine news segment theme, and we'll be continuing right after this. Welcome back to the Dr. Anonymous Show live on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you for all of us. Uh, thank you for all of you for joining me here this evening on New Year's, on New Year's Eve, on Christmas Eve, the United States Senate voted in a very boring roll call vote. can't believe I watched the thing live. People saying their eyes and nays, but the Senate did pass their version of the health care reform bill. Here's the story from the Associated Press. After 24 straight days of debate and its first Christmas Eve vote in more than a century, the Senate has passed a landmark health care overhaul bill. The yeas are 60, the nays are 39, H.R. 3590 as amended, the Patient Protection and Affordable Care Act is passed. The vote gives President Barack Obama an early holiday gift on his top domestic priority. It's a 10-year, nearly $1 trillion plan that would, for the first time in the nation's history, provide nearly universal health care by requiring nearly all Americans to buy insurance. 
It also forbids insurance companies from denying coverage based on pre-existing conditions. The next step is to reconcile this version with what the House passed last month. There are differences on abortion and other issues, and talks are expected to last into February. But Democrats say they've come too far now to fail. Sagar Magani, The Associated Press, Capitol Hill. So we'll see what happens with this deal. Uh, even today in the news, uh, you're already seeing people, uh, congressmen, senators, positioning. Uh, they've always already used the language of marrying, marrying the House uh, bill and the Senate bill. Uh, but they're saying that negotiations will probably uh, take place way into February. So we'll kind of have to see what the final version of that shows. I don't have really an opinion of that uh, yet because I don't know what they're actually going to vote on. So I'm uh, a little bit familiar with uh, the House uh, version and a little bit uh, familiar with the Senate version. Uh, so we'll see what happens when both of those groups come together. Uh, but some doctors are already saying, hey, forget this. Uh, I have a story here from CNN from December 23rd. The title is, Jailhouse Docs Choose Inmates Over Insurance. More doctors are dropping their private practices, choosing to go to work behind bars, treating murderers, rapists, and other hardened criminals. Better pay, better hours, retirement benefits, and free malpractice insurance are just a few of the reasons why physicians are picking prisoners over civilian patients. In 2009, private contractor Prison Health Services, PHS, saw a 77% increase over 2008 in the number of respondents applying for job opportunities. At the University of Massachusetts Medical School, this year, 22 of 150 new students chose the correctional health care clerkship as their first choice, more than double the typical response. Here's a quote. Students are looking for an employer who offers flexible work hours and a steady paycheck. Correctional health care offers both, said Dr. Michelle Staples-Horn, medical director of the Georgia Department of Juvenile Justice, adding that doctors who have stayed with, the, with a government agency long enough also benefits from pension plans. I think I, I really think that they're joining because you know they're they're watching all of this lockup show on MSNBC. Have you seen this show? I mean, it's crazy. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's nuts. Uh, but you know, I cannot get enough of the lockup. I'm just saying. If you haven't checked it out, it has the Dr. Anonymous stamp of approval. I think it's on right now. I should be having this on right now here at Dr. Anonymous headquarters. Lockup. <laughs> uh, one more health health news, uh, health related news story here. This this story really gets me upset. It's really getting me, you know, just just really mad. Uh, this is a story here from the Associated Press about a doctor, a pediatrician of all types of doctors who was arrested, who will be going to jail for a long time, and I'm, and I'm joking about this, this is not funny, uh, for uh, uh, abusing and molesting his patients. Here's the story 
from the association. Officials in Delaware say this pediatrician likely sexually abused more than 100 children at an office that he had decked out, complete with carnival rides. Dr. Earl Bradley was arrested last week and charged with nearly three dozen felony counts related to seven children. Police launched an investigation after a two-year-old girl told her mother earlier this month that the doctor had hurt her during an appointment. Court documents detail evidence seized from Bradley's home and office, including videotapes of the attacks that police say Bradley recorded. Neighbors are horrified by the allegations. I was quite shocked uh, to find out that this was going on in our community and had been for some time, so um, feeling real bad about it. Prosecutors say investigators are still trying to identify all of the alleged victims going back as far as 1998. Bradley also holds medical licenses in Pennsylvania, New Jersey, and Florida. He's being held on nearly $3 million bond. Brian Thomas, the Associated Press. You know, I, you know, I, uh, I, I agree with the chat room here saying, hope this bastard gets murdered. I mean, this is just, it's nuts. And if you, if you see the pictures of this guy, I mean, and it's on the Associated uh, Press uh channel on youtube i mean this, this guy is just it's crazy i mean it's uh, uh it just gets me so riled up it gets me so upset uh so um, i'll be following this story and, and we'll kind of have to see what happens with this this monster of a person it's just crazy it's nuts uh, so, yeah, I'll be uh, covering a little bit uh, non-medical-related uh, news stories here, but uh, I need to take a break, take a, a little sip of my beverage before continuing here on the Dr. Anonymous show. Thank you for being with us. We'll be right back. to the Dr. Anonymous show, and uh, before I get to my news stories, I really do want to uh, just give another shout out to the people in my chat room here. We have J-Man, we have Kimmy, we have uh, friggin' Ben with a Q, we have Jesse, we have Dana, we have Liz, and we have Kat. 
And uh, stay tuned for the top of the hour here. We'll uh, we'll be having the uh, Annie and Burl live show. Well, they're kind of live. <laughs> uh, but uh, they are not live here tonight. But they will be having new content, if you can figure out the math on that one. Uh, but I think they will be piecing together some of the best of the Annie and Burl live show, along with some new material. So check, uh, check that out at the top of the hour here. Uh, and also check out the uh, Llama 80 show. I think uh, they'll be they're taking some time off. They're, uh, they're getting some more llamas, and I think they'll be starting out at the beginning of the year. Uh, and also uh, check out Cat Show, Faith Ignited, here on Blog Talk Radio, if you haven't checked that out yet. And also uh, the aforementioned, the Junk Pit <laughs> with... Uh, with Rock Dog coming on Tuesday, January 5th, 2010 at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Time. (laughs) So let's uh, get into some news stories here right after our news theme. This is the Dr. Anonymous News. Ah, oh, wait, that's, wow. I thought that was the longer version. That's what she said. Uh, so, um, uh, yes, this show is pre-recorded, uh, so this is actually not happening right now. <laughs> so, uh, do you hear about this airline thing? This airline thing? <laughs> I can find a clip on this. I hope I uploaded the, the, the clip on this. Maybe I didn't upload the clip on this. Uh, maybe not. Um, I love live, especially when I do not upload the uh, the clip. Okay, maybe not. <laughs> oh. So there was this plane that uh, that uh, some guy tried to blow up. I think it was uh, on its way to Detroit, Michigan. I think it was on Christmas Day. And uh, people are very, uh, very, very scared, very... Well, I mean, if you see the eyewitness reports on this thing, uh, you know, obviously people were scared. People think that the plane was going to blow up. Uh, And, uh, you know, which is obviously a very serious type situation. But the only thing that I heard on the news today was people complaining about uh, the uh, waiting in lines, the, the increased security at airports because of this incident. And uh, I just learned here uh, recently, just with tonight's news, that there's going to be some more limitations. Specifically, uh, there are going to be some airlines that are – say that uh, during the final hour of flight, passengers must remain seated. They won't be allowed to access their carry-on baggage or have any items in their laps. 
So I'm thinking to myself, you know, and I know I've already complained about this. I've complained about the people complaining, but, you know, hey, an hour before you land, I'm like, my bladder is just going to explode. I'm just saying. <laughs> so obviously this is a this is a knee jerk reaction to this uh to this deal. Uh so we'll kind of see what the continued knee jerk reaction is uh to this incident. Uh and the Q man is asking, you mean I can't fly with the stewardess on my lap? That is well, you know, hey, that's the rules. Uh that you know, I you can't break the rules or else they throw you out of the plane. <laughs> and also, the key man said they should we should uh, pack him full of explosives and detonate him in the secure area. Uh, I'm uh, I'm uh, yeah, uh, I, I'm, I'm all about that. I'm all about that. <laughs> uh, so let's uh, let's uh, lighten things up here a little bit. So you hear about this mom. This mom, there's a mom who reported her child to the police as a shoplifter. I'm not kidding about this. This is the story in the Associated Press. An Ohio mom says she has no regrets about turning her six-year-old daughter into the police for shoplifting. It was a sin. Cheyenne's 10-year-old sister told their mom about the shoplifting saying she saw the first grader stuff a packet of stickers in her shirt. And I went over there to um, see in her shirt, and I found it, and I took her right to the manager. Oh, but she didn't stop there. The 31-year-old mom reported her daughter's crime to the police. Police came and um, took her in the cruiser to give her a little scare. Police let Cheyenne off with a warning. Meantime, Lyons doesn't believe she overreacted. She says it's a lesson she wants all her kids to learn from. For later in life, I don't want uh, my kids stealing or anything like that. Lyons could have collected a $30 reward the store offers for turning in shoplifters, but decided not to follow up on it. Myra Lopez, The Associated Press. So this mom... This mom reported her kid. <laughs> that is just incredible. And uh, if people have noticed uh, that uh, I am not in the chat now, I lost my chat room, so I am tr nervously trying to get back in there because my browser crashed. Uh, so uh, we will see if I can uh, get back in the chat room here. See if I can get my switchboard going here again, and because all I all I wanted to do was try to extend the show here a little bit. <laughs> uh, so uh, so that is uh, that is the mom who is uh, uh, reported her kid to the police. <laughs> Uh, so as, I, as I'm uh, getting reacquainted here with uh, getting things set up here, uh, if people want to call in, the uh, number here is 646-716-9514. And uh, I do have some other news stories here. So I get my notes uh, up here <laughs> because, yes, I do a little bit of show prep uh, before the show and uh 
I am flying blind here as I am getting my notes uh, back up screen. <laughs> oh, well, there you go there. So I do want to uh, welcome Andy and Burl to the chat room here. We do have a guest in the chat room. I do want to invite the guest to register here at the Blog Talk Radio site. You'll be able to type in the chat room and make fun of me like the rest of these jokers are in here doing right now. <laughs> so in a related story, uh, there is a mom in Boston. Boston. Boston mom calls 911 over son's video game habit. This is from uh, these press from uh, December 22. Police say a frustrated Boston woman called 911 to say she couldn't get her 14-year-old son to stop playing video games and go to sleep. Police spokesman Officer Joe Zanoli said Monday the mother called for help at around 2.30 a.m. Saturday to say that the teenager walked around the house and turned on all the lights. Two officers responded to the house, persuaded the child to obey his mother. The officer says uh, mother's 911 call over video game obsession, quote, was a little unusual, but by no means is it surprising. Especially in today's age, uh, today's day and age, when these kids play video games and computer games. The Boston Herald first reported the 911 call saying the boy, the boy, was playing the popular game, uh, wait a minute. This is the uh, this is the new uh, Tiger Woods game, Call of Booty. <laughs> I'm gonna wait, wait for it, wait for it. No, he was actually playing Grand Theft Auto. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there there is the new uh, Tiger Woods game, Call of Booty, uh, when 18 holes is just not enough. <laughs> I know. I'm sorry. Uh, so here's another story here. Friends pack apartment with gifts and holiday prank. This is from Chicago. <laughs> of December 24th. A Chicago man could be unwrapping the hundreds of Christmas gifts spread around his apartments for days, even weeks. Trouble is, they really aren't presents. They're his own belongings, meticulously wrapped by friends as a prank while he was out of town. You may have seen this uh, on the news. This is pretty hilarious. Uh, Louis Sanders' packages contain everything from couch cushions to beer in his refrigerator. His friend masterminded the scheme after Saunders gave him a spare key. It took 16 people, 35 rolls of wrapping paper, and eight hours to finish the job. Saunders tells Chicago Sun-Times he's uh, only been able to unwrap about 10% of the packages. He jokes, at the upside is that with each package he unwraps, he finds something inside just what he needs. People can make their own jokes about that. <laughs> Especially our good Ken. Uh, I think this is Kimmy. Kimmy, is that you there, buddy? It is. It is. And that's a good reason why I don't give my uh, my key out to anyone. What, does, that, does that count for me too, Kimmy? Oh, no, you can have my key because you're special. Ah, ah. 
So, Kimmy, how, how are you? Uh, what's uh, what's going on? Yeah, I, I know you're calling in because, uh, you know, Annie and Burl are slackers, and they're not having a live night, so I know that you wanted to call in and, and make fun of them. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, I, I got nothing, though. It's, it's, it's harder now because I live kind of near them, and so um, I could be all sorts of tortured, so it's best if I, you know, make fun of off-air, I, I think. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> because they won't, they won't be coming after you. Is that is that right? Uh, Oh yeah, something like that. I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so how's been your last uh, few days, or Kimmy? Are you are you getting some some snow there? And well, let, let me ask you this, Kimmy. So, so the snow you there you've been getting there in Chicago is it does it even compare to the snowmageddon of last year in Seattle? There's more snow, I think, but um, it, they do a little thing here in Chicago called plowing, and it makes a big difference <laughs> with how people react. And it seems like in Chicago, no one really seems to care all that much. Like, no one freaks out. There's still, like, groceries, the grocery store, food, you know. In Seattle, it was just panic for weeks on end. But they didn't plow, so, you know, that was a big problem. We just were left, you know. Our own devices, which was kind of bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So, what would you do if if you came back to your place and it was all covered in uh, wrapping paper? Uh, I I I would be disturbed. I don't know. I would be uh, I would be probably a little upset because it would take forever to unwrap everything, and that means people went through my stuff, which is always kind of awkward. Um, I would only I would only wrap things in you know the magic drawer if you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> uh, yeah, that magic drawer, you know, it's, that would be kind of uh, a little embarrassing. I'd be like, oh, people know my secret now. <laughs> <laughs> you know how awkward that would be. That would be the first place I'd look, and I'd be like, oh, oh, good God. Uh, yeah, if that was me, I, that would be the only place I would wrap. I would just go in there. I would not leave the rest of the. I would leave the rest of the place untouched. And then when you went into the secret drawer, you would just be freaked out beyond belief. Oh, that would be funny. <laughs> kind of. I'd never be able to talk to you again, though. Look you in the eye. It'd be very embarrassing for me. Just saying. Uh, mm. uh, so how's uh, how's your BlackBerry there, uh, Kimmy? It's good. It's good. Um, I had a few problems with it a couple of days ago. I was crying and the gnashing of teeth, tearing of outer garments. It went through a little blackout, and I didn't know what to do with myself. I just had to, I don't know, nothing. I cried. Horrible. What 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 did you do? I mean, you know, you cry. Um, did you cry a lot? I did. I I cried a lot, and I um incessantly checked the internet. Well, actually, I had Jay do it because apparently I. It didn't occur to me to use Google to find out what was going on. The good old Jay, he he helped me out. And then, um, because you know I couldn't use it on my phone, so I was I was left in the dark. And then, um, what else happened? Oh, that's about it. I had to you know stay near a computer. I think I might have a problem. Maybe I need to go on sort of rehab show. Sex rehab. Uh, Yeah. In fact, uh, you know, I I think I'd even host that show over the radio. It'd be like uh, internet <laughs> internet uh, addiction with Dr. A. How about that? Uh, yeah, that would be that would be great. You get tons of listeners. 
You know, even even that BlackBerry story, it it made it made uh, it made news. You know, and uh, and I, I guess that's how you would find out about it. Um, here's a uh, I'm gonna play a little audio clip here just to uh, embarrass everybody, especially the borough who has the BlackBerry. Uh, so here's the story about the uh, the BlackBerry tragedy. Email service for BlackBerry users in North and South America has gone dark. The maker of the smartphone Research in Motion says it has technicians working to resolve the problem. Some users say they can't even connect to the Internet on their phones, though phone calling and texting appears to be normal. The company says it apologizes for any inconvenience caused by the email outage. This is the second email outage in less than a week for BlackBerry users. Last Thursday, Research in Motion said it had isolated the problem and was investigating the cause. Brian Thomas, the Associated Press. So, yeah, so I was, I was following Twitter that day, and it's like somebody died, you know, um, because uh, nobody could check their blackberries. I don't know what happened. A little piece of my soul died when I couldn't connect to the Internet or use Twitter or anything. The BlackBerry has been so kind to me since I've gotten it. It has been just an amazing phone. I've, nev- I've not had a problem with it at all until this little get-up. And, you know, with the service I have that's so extraordinary, never dropped call, I'm willing to be without it for a few hours every once in a while, as long as it's not a everyday thing. I'm okay. Ah, uh, but, but you, went, you went through some shakes there, I, I would imagine. I did. I, did. I, was, I was shaking and... Oh, yeah, it was, it was cried. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! It's, um, it's funny how you know a little, a little problem like that could be so like how it really disrupts your day. Like all day, I was like, I was out when it first happened, and I couldn't check Twitter, and I was like, I have something major happened, and Twitter shut down. What if I don't know? It was very very upset. And I was like, you know, I might have a problem. Uh, One of the cool things about about, uh, getting back to Christmas is that, uh, you know, it's so silly and it's so like, you know, I I wouldn't, okay, it's kind of lame. You know, following Santa Claus through the internet uh, and through Google and uh, the whole, uh, I mean, do, do, do you do that? Help me out here, Kimmy. It's lame at all. I think it's kind of cool to watch her. He is, you know, you can be like, oh, some little child in Uzbekistan is getting its presents. It's kind of awesome. I mean, if I was like four years old, that would be the coolest thing ever. And even that I'm 24, it's still pretty awesome. So like, oh, something. Cool. Uh, let's see. Here's a here's a little clip. I think it's only like 30 seconds here, but it's like the closing the closing of the year of uh, of, of Santa through NORAD. Wow, that is really loud. Let me turn this down here. Let's try. Santa's arrived in Hawaii. He must be tired after such a long Yuletide journey. When he's finished delivering gifts at the islands, he's been known to do some backtracking to homes where children had not yet gone to sleep. After that, he'll go home to the North Pole for well-deserved rest. This ends our Tracking Santa mission at NORAD for this Christmas season. The men and women of NORAD wish Santa Claus and everyone around the world a very Merry Christmas. For NORAD Track Santa, I'm Craig Savage. (laughs) 
over and over and over again. So oh, that's kind of cool. Oh man! Um, so did you hear about this, Kimmy? This is uh, speaking of Santa. There was a so all the freaks, you know, they live in Pennsylvania. So right. there's a Pennsylvania student suspended for wearing a Santa suit, and this is from uh, Wallingsford, Pennsylvania. A suburb Delphia teenager. Oh, there you got to say Philadelphia. There's freaks there was suspended for a day for wearing a Santa Claus suit to school. Michael Hance says he told his principal that he planned to wear this suit to Strathaven High School in Wallingford and hand out candy canes. Maybe they weren't actually candy canes. The 18-year-old senior says the principal told him that wasn't a good idea because it would be a distraction. He wore the suit anyway with regular clothes underneath. Hance says the school could have given him a detention he was suspended for a day for quote defiance of authority. They got nothing. They got nothing better to do in Philadelphia. I don't think. Can... It's like the crotch cut out. How is that? A, how is that a distraction? I mean, he's. We had one guy who like was in like a a monkey suit, like a gorilla suit. He came to school like that. And no one really cared. I mean, it was kind of funny, but he didn't get suspended. Well, like, well, how did this get? How did he get suspended for that? I don't know. They got they got nothing they got nothing to do there. <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, sorry, Kimmy. It's okay. I just said that silliness. I think it's silly. Well, here's here's a story that that may get people happy. This is from Joplin, Missouri. Search of a car turns up gift wrapped marijuana. Excellent. From December 25th, some people won't be getting the Christmas presents uh, expecting. Missouri troopers seized about 20 pounds of marijuana from a car this week, some of it in luggage and some in boxes wrapped as Christmas gifts. The Highway Patrol says troopers found the marijuana in a car. They found stop for speeding on Interstate 44 near Joplin. Two California women in the car gave a troopers permission to vehicle. Both were charged Tuesday with one marijuana-related count and released on $1,000 bond. So some people are going to be very, well, people are probably very upset right now that they don't have their wacky tobacco. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, how else would you get to the holiday spirit without it? I'm <laughs> not kidding. Uh, I, yeah, that would be very disappointing for some people. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see that type of thing, but for some people, they'd be very upset. Just saying. Well, well yeah, yeah. There's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? So, uh, let's see. What else do I have? Nine minutes left here. Like, well, maybe one or two more stories here. Uh, <laughs> uh, this one says uh, donkeys escape from live nativity scene in Colorado. Maybe I should change it to llamas. Maybe, maybe that'd be funnier. Uh, from live nativity scene in Colorado. This was from Vail, Colorado. A living nativity scene uh, in the near the Colorado ski resort of Vail had almost had to go without two crucial actors when the, the two donkeys escaped. The nativity scene is a tradition, annual tradition for Eagle River Presbyterian Church in the Vail Valley. Uh, Pastor Rob Wilson says two borrowed donkeys were being fenced in pen for the event Wednesday night. But the animals push their way through it. 
A church member who stopped by the church Wednesday morning noticed that the llamas were gone. He and a sheriff's deputy followed footprints in the snow and finally uh, and eventually caught up with the llamas. The llamas uh, had wandered near some railroad tracks, but were okay. I think this is a funnier story with, with and donkeys, don't you think, there, Kimmy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, really, they use live animals for that? Is that really safe? Uh. I, I don't know if it's uh, I don't know if it's safe. <laughs> um, you know they, they they do all kinds of stuff in color, so I don't know. That's true. That's very true. They're weird there. Uh, let's see here. Let's see if this last story is even worth it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Oh, okay, we'll do we'll do one more story here. So uh, this is from Stockholm, Sweden. People can start their, continue their Tiger Woods jokes here. <laughs> the title is, Not Again, Giant Swedish Christmas Goat Statue Gets Torched. This is from Reuters. Arsenal set fire early on Wednesday to a giant straw statue of the Swedish Yule Goat, a forerunner to the Santa Claus and defying security measures for a third year in a row. <laughs> Kimmy, this is nuts. That's what this story goes on to say. Uh, police in Galv, uh, north of Stockholm, an unknown number of attackers uh, had torched the goat in the early morning hours, leaving a blackened skeleton in the town square. Here's a quote. It's a tradition to burn it down, some guy said. It happened uh, an untold number of times since the 1960s. It's been burned down more years than it survived. That's nuts. <laughs> of year people get stupid and start torching things i don't know what it is like what is it about drinking and just lighting crap on fire it's great i mean That's i don't know what it is but it's oh. uh burning the goat has uh, been a popular and illegal tradition since the 1960s when an advertising executive first came up with the idea to endow the city with a giant replica of the goat a Christmas uh, decoration common in many Swedish homes. There were no way, but a bottle of lighter fluid was found near the goat's frame, which stood about 12 meters tall at the apex of its horns, police told Reuters. <laughs> oh, man. It gets better. So uh, here's a quote. We have some leads, the cops said. Police have tried, to, uh, uh, have tried a range of tactics to stop would be arsonists, including posting guard or goat, coating it with flame retardant stuff, and a, a training security cameras on it. <laughs> oh, Kimmy, this is nuts. And they still got away with it when they had cameras on it. Uh, I guess so, because they were there in the dead of night. These are the worst cops ever. <laughs> Uh, so they're trying to do some kind of uh, some kind of CSI uh, uh, investigation. Uh, here's the last paragraph. Here, goats have a special meeting in Swedish uh, Christmas tradition before Santa Claus became ubiquitous. At the turn of the 20th century, men would dress up as goats and hand out presents as to well-behaved children. Bad 
children received lumps of coal, and good Swedish children received lighting fluid and a torch. I just added that myself. Wait, they, they, the goats handed out gifts? Those Swedes are weird, man. <sighs> yeah, I don't know. Goats, llamas, I don't know. So It's crazy. Do you want, no, I'm being serious, but do you want some goat, this giant goat, or a man dressed as a giant goat? give you toys, would that not be freaky to you if you were a little kid? Uh, yes, I would be very much I'd be very much freaked out. I would be very much yeah, I'd be, I'd be freaked out. I'd be nuts. Think of those therapy bills, those poor children. No wonder why they torture it. That's why they figured out this coat really wasn't a fake Santa. That's why they torture it. There, there's, there's a reason right there. <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got three minutes left here. So, Kimmy, thank you for thank you for calling in. Um, I really appreciate you keeping me from talking uh, to myself. And uh, I want to invite you and everyone else in my chat room, especially lame New Year's, who is new to the chat room here. I didn't mention them yet. But, yes, I will be doing a New Year's Eve show on Block Talk Radio uh, between uh, 10 p.m. Well, I'm going to start around 10 p.m. Eastern and 11 p.m. Eastern. I haven't decided yet. And I might go right to the midnight hour here on the East Coast. I haven't decided that uh, yet. Um, but, uh, but Kimmy, I know you got big New Year's plans, so uh, you probably listen on the archives. So uh, you know, uh, in case uh, in case you're not doing anything, you know, I'll be I'll be here at Doctor Anonymous World Headquarters. I will be there with you. I'll be drinking, so uh, maybe I'll call in and drunkenly tell you Happy New Year. Who knows? Really? You know what? Why don't you do? I'm, 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 uh, this is a blanket invitation to anybody out there. Even if you're out at your New Year's Eve party, just call into the show if you're drunk, uh, especially if you're drunk. Call and give me your New Year's resolution, and I will promise I will edit that out of the show. <laughs> Excellent. Well, cool, Kimmy. Hey, I think what I'll do is, and I know this this will probably be breaking some rules somewhere, but uh, I will be having a post show here, even during the Andy and Burl kind of live show at the top of the hour. Uh, so if people want to continue to hang out with me, I will be at DrAnonymous.tv, where people will be able to make fun of me, et cetera, et cetera. So what do you think about that, Kimmy? Oh, excellent. I- of uh, not live shows, so I will definitely hang out. I, I I can't I can't sit there long enough if it's not live. So I, I'm with you. I hope you uh you know show a little shoulder or something. Cool, cool. Yeah, I I will be I will be again uh, sharing my beverage, uh, showing the people in the uh, in the post show the beverage for the evening. So, uh, but Kimmy, hey, thanks a lot for calling in, and uh, you know I, I'm enjoying the videos on. Uh, on Facebook over there, especially with uh, with the cat, uh, it's good stuff. Uh, really appreciate that. He enjoyed it too. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So hey, thanks, Kimmy, for calling in. I appreciate it. I got one minute left. And, uh, hey, I will see you on the other side at the post show. All right, so uh, so that's it. That's it for me here, kids. I will be. Uh, I have less than a minute left. Yes, I will be coming back live here on New Year's Eve. Uh, just pay attention to DrAnonymous.net or uh, blogtalkradio.com/slash/DrAnonymous to see when I'll be going live. And even if you are having 
your own New Year's Eve celebration. Check me out that night. If not, then uh, you know, go over to the archives and check it out whenever you like. So I've uh, got 20 seconds left here. I am Dr. Anonymous. Go to dranonymous.com, dranonymous.net, dranonymous.org to check me out. Thanks a lot, everybody, for checking me out here. I'll be having a post show with dranonymous.tv right in a few minutes. Good night, everybody.